0: put it looking like another grease pole night in philly philly
1: philly Thanks. boom let's watch the video tape boom let's watch the video tape. boom let's watch the video tape. boom let's watch the video tape
0: yes victory monday kids welcome to the mothership the grease pole podcast episode one two eight appreciate appreciate you fuck Taking part, every episode is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever the hell else you podcast new episodes are available and drop each and every Monday evening here on YouTube as well, where we're simulcast Grease Pole Podcast page. Hit the subscribe button, won't you? uh, That'd that'd be swell of you. Victory Monday, we'll get to the birds uh, on the doorstep of another Super Bowl appearance, yet another NFC championship game. So we are, uh, we're in a good mood here on the pod and we're in even better a mode because uh mood, I'm not doing great at English. So uh, our guys here to help me out though, or help us out, man. Um, can you, can you hear my voice? It's not as hot as yours.
1: Oh yeah, I can definitely hear your voice. Let's, let's be a, be a career. Let's be a, you know, let's go to be a coach mode. How about that? Let's would do would it. that be a, would that be good?
0: Let's do it, man. Um, I, I, I once was a coach. Hey,
1: what's up, what's up, what's up dudes? How you doing, man? I'm good. I just finished dinner. I'm feeling good. Okay, what was for dinner? Fish? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> yeah. Uh, <hey. laughs> Salmon and uh, add veggies, a little little bit of rice. and I also, uh, ooh, you know what I did recently? I made a little concoction in the crock pot. A little little chicken, little chickpeas, little black beans, a little bit of uh, pineapple chunks. Oh, uh, it ooh. sound might, it might not sound good, but it's actually really freaking good. No, really- and uh And a little bit of a uh, cumin actually for a little bit of a uh, little bit of a, 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 a tangy uh kick if you will it's uh it was pretty badass it's almost like a soup it comes out as a soup sure uh, so i had added, added that too it was, uh it's it's good i hey, tell what you what did you uh it's what good. did you
0: say you threw together what'd you call it
1: he <laughs> said uh I, I didn't call it anything i just threw it in the in the crock pot uh, a concoction no,
0: you, a concoction do we know what the root word of that is cock yeah <laughs> junior high pod <laughs> and you followed up concoction with cumin <laughs> yes we're mature as fuck cumin. here today cumin Cumin's. yeah yeah a little cumin yeah dude okay so i've got good <laughs> but news
1: but obviously i said cock because chicken yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. no rooster, but it's a, it's a, it's a small play. It's a small connection. Man.
0: Oh, see, I just went immediately to penis. I didn't <laughs> Jeez, go. To... I
1: love... <laughs> oh, you would. Yeah, but anyway, our time is running out here. Our time is running out. It is. So let's uh,
0: let's get the let's good get news out of us. the way before we talk uh, Vancouver. Um, so yeah, yeah. V knows I told her on the way. Sweaters are here. <gasps>
1: oh!
0: Oh, it's, here. About,
1: it's about <laughs> damn time i'll tell you what I... I was honestly i was honestly about to text you uh, i was thinking about this uh yesterday during my uh unavailable period this weekend i was like you know what i'm gonna text Corey on monday and tell him that i want to murder whoever the third the third man is uh, who's right. the third man yeah, uh, because yeah, exactly where <laughs> is my sweater like this is this is insane at this point bash of the
0: beach 96 about to happen though yeah. um yeah no we got them and they are i'll say this i didn't take them out because i, I we all wanted to reveal them together mm-hmm. on an episode yeah. however the way they were folded i did see the crests
2: Ooh, mm. quality mm. Ooh, i didn't okay.
0: unfold so i can't say for anything else but uh, yours joe was on top of the stack and you're the lone non-cracking sweater of the bunch yours yeah, well, yours looks yeah. good dude yours looks good
1: I, i'm sure it does i mean the 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 kid is is on fire um he's he's gorgeous great head of hair tall man so are you man you know so uh he's he's a he's a boy of the same stature as me maybe i'm his daddy oh wait a minute hold
0: on <laughs> i just realized something i that i'm i'm not gonna spoil here or maybe What's i was you know what May, you got your first no you have to yeah you got your first choice
1: no yeah i did yeah
0: yeah i because i at the time i thought it was buffalo and then i realized that vegas was your first choice mm-hmm. so yeah anyway i just realized that epiphany light bulb way too late in the game <laughs> um so yeah dude a lot's going on in vancouver yeah well, yeah,
1: I mean, isn't it wild, though? Like, honestly, let's... Uh, no, that's let, Minnesota, let's... Joe. What's
2: that? <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> <laughs> you said, isn't it wild? I said, no, that's Minnesota, Joe. You oh, told us well, that, that was a bear head glass-shattered it for but, us.
1: <laughs> but Bruce Boudreaux did coach the Wild from 2012 to 2020. Well, look at you. So it fits. <laughs> it fits. Um, yeah, no, I just think it's wild that uh, uh, Vancouver... So here's my thing. Here's my thing. And I can say this because, obviously, I'm a Capitals fan, and Boudreau coached the capitals for a number of years like uh 2007 to uh 12 probably yeah, yeah t- uh, 2007 to 2012 pre-minnesota th- this man before he went to minnesota well he went to the ducks then he went to minnesota but anyway. that's
0: right that's right
1: anyway point being is like he's one of the coaches that has like an actual winning record and he's 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 great like you know he's uh i don't remember the actual. Percentages. I looked at it earlier today. Somewhere in the six, though. Like he has a winning record as a coach, and he's been coaching for a long time. The man's a damn good coach, to me. And the reason I brought up the Capitals, it's the team of Vancouver that's the problem, and they're letting go of a great coach when the team sucks. Yeah, it's the team's right. problem, because. And again, going back to the Capitals, he brought to the he brought the Capitals to the playoffs almost every single year when he was their coach, almost every single year, and. Here's the thing, and Ovi has said this himself after they won the Cup, and he's like, essentially in so many words, obviously Russian probably, but in so many <laughs> words he was like, yeah, it was kind of a piece of shit all those all those years before. It wasn't until I actually got my shit together to be a real leader that we won the Cup, and I was going to do anything to win that Cup. My point being is that Vancouver just let a coach go. That Are they going to win a Stanley Cup? Not necessarily in the next few years, but such a uh the a great coach when the it's the internal team that's the problem. Who's their leader? Like Horvat's right. not stepping up, Garland's not stepping up, OEL's not stepping up. Like Peterson. they essentially like they all hate each other. It's like Brock you know? Besser. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah and- Besser, like nobody's stepping up. That that's why they suck right now. Like, you know, so I don't know. I don't think adding Rick Tockett as the coach is really gonna change anything. But <clears> I mean I guess I guess we'll see. But um it's just wild to you think about it boudreau got added in november last year so he didn't even really get a chance like no he didn't had like 100 100 games for vancouver and i think he's i'm pretty sure he's won more than he's lost because they had that big surge uh last year when he came on so yeah uh, yeah it's it's kind of unfortunate honestly he did the best
0: he could with that roster with well not even because the roster itself is fine with the team and the the chemistry and the way things have gone for them on ice and they've look thatcher demko has been out for a while um that that certainly hasn't helped so they've had like spencer martin and i don't know who else platooning for him in that that's not going to make life any easier for you and i think boudreaux's one is he he's won over a thousand games yeah for sure is coach. I mean, he's
1: he's coached over a thousand games okay
0: he okay won, he
1: hasn't won over a thousand though
0: i got you i got you mm-hmm. okay so i mean and But he's well respected around the league, and it was so cool to see what they, you know, the fans there in Vancouver and him get emotional because he said he's like, you don't know this might be. I want to take this all in because this might not happen for me again. The Flyers fan in me though is super geeked that it's Tocket. Tocket was my first ever Flyers sweater I bought when I was eighteen years old. I love Rick (laughs) Tocket, and it's to see him get an opportunity with a team that isn't Arizona is is pretty cool man i've always liked vancouver um side note get rid of the fucking whale coming out of Come the on. sea
1: go back to the flying <laughs> skate for fuck's sake uh, dopest so I dopest ju- sweaters so I just, in hockey history i just looked he's coached 1087 games he's 6,17, 342 and 128 hmm. so that's more like than respectable percent, percentage of six something so that's that's pretty damn good. And in Vancouver, he coached 103 games. He's 50, 40, and 13. So he has a winning record as a Vancouver head coach.
0: Yeah, barely over a season is what he was given. And it's, yeah. it's so, very unfortunate what's happened there. And, you know. But,
1: and it is. Uh, be, just because, and I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to kind of totally screw my whole uh, argument over. It's terrible for Vancouver because – we don't really know what Rick Tockett's going to come in and do. I mean, he had no. that little run in, in Arizona, and he, he brought them to the playoffs that year, I believe, also, when they have never any right to go to anywhere. Uh, but right. so it's it's terrible for Vancouver because they're losing out on on a great coach. But here's where I'm going to totally like, throw away my, my argument there. It's kind of nice because – Boudreau is one of those coaches amongst the league that is part of the old boys club. And maybe in the next few years now, we can actually start to see like some of those older coaches getting out of the league, like Rick bonus now, uh, now Bruce Boudreau. Um, Honestly, even though he's the caps coach, but Peter Laviolette, all these guys, all these guys that just keep going to different teams. um, You know, let's, let's uh, let let a new breed of coaches come and see what happens. You know,
0: yeah i got love for lavvy um
1: because sort do i obviously like yeah i'm waiting for him to bring a championship to to washington again you know, yeah like, so. he's great but. he's
0: and that includes that includes our head coach torts i mean look i wanted yeah, when we got rid of fucking Vino and you know we're in in the market for a new head coach this year talk was the guy i wanted and that was probably fanboying me because torts is the right hire um, but I want to talk it just because I wanted to mark out overseeing my guy on the bench. I mean, it's great for him to get another opportunity. That's not with a team that ended up playing in a fucking, you know, Arizona States, <laughs> And I know we go back (laughs) to that every time with Arizona, but what else is there to go back to? Exactly. An actual barn. Yeah, you playing fun of 5,000 people if you sell out. Good for you.
1: Hey, the Um, mullet arena, baby. Like, what are you doing here? Yes, named (laughs) after Rick Tockett's hairdo
0: from back in the day. Um, Obviously. You know, but it was was cool to see Boudreaux get that moment. And, you know, who knows, man? It's... I don't know where Vancouver is at in the standings right now. You know, obviously Mm -hmm. they're the last, yeah, yeah, they're down there though, they're they're buried, yeah. So I mean, it's, it, it's the but same it is time. the Pacific,
1: so you could go on a ten game win streak and be right back in the playoff contention. So. That's true,
0: but that's um, the thing. It's know. like you do a mid season switch to Rick Tockett, and what do you think that's going to accomplish? I w- out of anything for respect for Boudreaux, what he's accomplished, I, you know, you'd at least like to see him
1: finish out the season. Yeah, I mean, at least give him a full like a full season. Right. He hasn't had a full season. Like this would have been his full season as coach had they not just fired him. Uh, so it's kind of kind of wild. Uh, Vancouver is currently sixth in the Pacific. Yeah, it was just okay. With, yeah, with with 39 thirty nine points. So
2: Jesus, they're fourteen they're, out of, <laughs> out of the wild card. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah they're uh, yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. Wolf, But anyway, I mean, like, you know, that's the biggest thing I think is um, Vancouver trying to uh, d- like essentially put a Band-Aid on, on, a, on a massive gaping hole. You know what I'm saying? Lipstick um, on a
0: pig, dude.
1: Yeah. And uh, so it's just going to be – it's going to be funny uh, when we uh, start talking about ucks on, on an actual puck pod. Yeah. Uh, on, uh, to see how this actually uh, shakes out with – hiring tocket so we'll see
0: it'll be but interesting anyway. man it'll be interesting for sure um what we need to do and we could do this off air of course but let's start uh get the wheels turning about sweater pod
1: because yeah yeah i want to yeah. well, I, I mean wanna, I, I, I could probably uh i could probably pop up there next week Ooh. hey Ooh. <laughs> yeah i could probably do that uh mm-hmm. what's the uh yeah I could, I could probably pop up there next week all right can yeah. we can we pencil you in Yeah, pencil me in. Pencil me in for a live, a live uh, sweater reveal. Uh, So I guess that means. Well, I guess I don't have to take off my shirt to put the sweater on. I put the sweater over it. But yes, you um, do. I mean, I mean, I could be. I could probably be persuaded. (laughs) That's where I come in. (laughs) Just have your, just have your leather, your leather pants.
0: Oh, dude, I'm ready. I've had them ready. I have never been more ready for anything in my life. I hope you have yours. (laughs) Oh, I, I mean, I have a whole bag full of them, bud. Uh, all right, we need to control word off air, yeah. We'll text later.
1: Yeah, obviously, <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah, of
2: course. <laughs> boys boys control boys, word. We also have to start thinking about because the roadie is literally only a couple weeks like away, three weeks away. I, yeah, I was—I
1: was gonna say like we got to start uh figuring out the the plan for for all that. So and uh, don't that, look,
2: don't look now, but like the the Panthers are coming on. Mm-hmm. uh the Preds aren't great but they're not awful either We're like we might be in for I mean it'll probably be a shit-ass sweater matchup but like it could be More a really likely. good hockey game yeah it's it's a yeah, getting, good game might be good.
0: <laughs> yeah and either way there's a lot of good players there that I'm geeked to see Kachuk uh my guy Tanner Janot as we've said is having a cheeks year <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so yeah there's that but you know you get to see Yossi that's a hall of famer you know who, that's true yes
1: he's gonna be a hall of famer for sure. so yeah. i mean uh you know douche bag i mean duchene uh he's he's not bad uh flip flip fursberg i mean he's he's pretty good good i mean uc Saros has been killing it for a while so that'd yeah. be cool to see see him versus whoever they fucking put a net for the panthers so, yeah exactly uh,
2: yeah, i mean bob took the net back i mean he's i mean he's not like lights out or nothing but
0: yeah he's still if you dubs. go off resume yeah he's a two-time Vezina
2: winner I yeah, after true. we yeah. got rid of him for a powerade machine <laughs> I'll tell you uh he's a guy I dropped in the league and like when I dropped him I'm like good get yeah. the fuck out of here hell off my and now team. I'm like god damn it <laughs> I could I could use him because yeah Samsonov is uh dropping three to the uh to the Habs and losing in overtime
0: cool. goalie carousel dude Thanks. At like the worst time of year too, when it's starting to ramp up a little uh-huh. bit. So yeah, it's
1: uh, it's uh, it's tough to come by uh, solid solid attendees. That's for sure. That is for sure. But do you know who did? Uh, did you guys win this past week? Corey beat me. Six, I did. Four. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's about exactly the
2: response that deserves. <laughs> no, well, I was in it until Saturday. And that's when Samsonov, uh, mm, he did. blows he a two. Noth- yeah, he blows a two nothing lead. I was like, oh, word, a shutout and the dub. Yeah. yeah. To keep pace, and then he loses three two, and Gustafson got lit up for four goals, I think, against Florida.
0: Yeah, and they lost five three. Ottinger got me a shutout early, which anytime you you get the shutout, it's way better than seeing it in the other person's column. Mm-hmm because you see oh, the other sure. person's column and it's deflating you're like well there's two points i'm not getting every oh, well, time i, I mean, play uh, you joe i swear to god you get a shutout every <laughs> fucking time
1: i mean two weeks ago marty big marty jones got me two shutouts yeah so mm-hmm. uh yeah you know what's actually funny about this i mean i i beat uh fletcher's sketchers like no problem uh i i was beating her for like since day one but the point break. is um what's funny <laughs> is I didn't get credited for a goalie appearance for a goalie appearance, oh. and it actually it actually went in my favor because Martin Jones got lit up for five goals on Monday. They mm-hmm. didn't count it. It said that he didn't play the game, which is wild to me. That is
0: uh, hey,
1: <laughs> yeah, fucking weird.
0: sucks, man? <laughs> yeah, uh, but his anyway. cheeks. it's so bad.
1: <laughs> anyway, so it works bad. for me
0: because I still won, so whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. It does. It's funny because I I got another. I have to say this as I sent in the group chat the other night, just so it's it's established I'm not entirely cheeks in fantasy this year uh continue to kill it in Taylor's league two game lead on first Ooh. so I just, Uh I, I, I gotta, I gotta mention that just so people know I'm not entirely ass. Sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely mention it, dude. I mean, it's, it's no problem. I mean, you know, the one that you actually run, you suck at, but um, (laughs) I'm so bad. I
0: know. And it sucks because I was like, I love this team this year. And for what, I don't know. He picked up like four goalies this week. Yeah, I've got five goalies on my squad right now because after having, after figuring out and deciphering my goalies had cost me a lot, I just decided, you know what's not going to happen anymore? That I'm carrying every goalie that's available. Holy shit, you do have five fucking goalies. Yeah, dude, dude, I'm not going to make that up. Trust me because I know it
1: sounds fucking stupid. But But you won. um, I'm I'm true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you won. I'm pretty sure copley and frank are both backups they are well copley was uh copley had the king's
0: uh gig on lock but quick's probably going to start sneaking his way back in because he's been chased yeah uh, i think his last two games so that's probably – he's probably going to be available on waivers uh, this coming week at some point randomly for another random goalie that's probably a backup. But I it's mean, weird. You do you, boo. I don't you like do you, him boo. because he spells Phoenix wrong. He puts the E before the O, and that's not, that's, that's, not the, that's not the Webster's way.
1: Well, I don't think that he got to choose it when he was born, but, yeah. um, you know, we no. could always, uh, you could always go and beat the shit out of his parents. Yeah, that or just go to your local courthouse and
0: get it changed, huh? Maybe swap the O with the E and be normal well maybe he's swedish maybe they don't do that he could be the swedes do spell things wrong you know what i mean yeah
1: what i mean <laughs> all the things wrong I anyway i didn't anyway, know this I'll, I'll let you uh hey uh, i'll let you guys uh get back to what you're gonna do uh go birds
0: hey oh, yeah. yes sir go birds we'll uh we'll try to get you over here shirtless next week yes
1: yeah so, let's plan on it let's love you it. buddy
0: love y'all later what a guy what a fucking guy um always good to hear a guy um yeah i didn't want to bring up the fact that the broad street cheeks eat one out against you this week friend because i I know that's inconvenient
2: it it stinks because you know i was i was i'm chasing thomas for first Mm -hmm. so that's why it stinks and like i said the thing that blows is Saturday's what fucked it yeah because neither guy got the dub and i'm like well now i can't even make enough moves to catch any of those goalie <laughs> like <laughs> what the fuck man right right no i know and it it. when i picked up frank coos
0: yesterday morning when i was sitting on the shitter there's a fun image <laughs> um i knew i was like i mean he's the backup but i mean he's been hot lately he was one of the i believe one of the three stars at a week last week or a week before i could have that wrong though but you know it's the Avs have been They finally woke up. Right. So it's like, you know what? Who who knows, man? It's it's one of those things you're just throwing darts and you're mm-hmm. hoping that you're hoping something catches because it's like outside of outside of Ottinger, Kata Hot is a hope and a prayer every time you throw him out. <laughs> yeah. I had Sammy Erson, but we just sent him back down to the AHL because yep. Sandstrom's good to go. And then I got Flower, Copley, and frank Kuz, who i just picked up so it's it's there's a lot of dudes
2: there it's just it's not a strong depth chart it's just their bodies the so the two things fucked me last week guys the biggest thing that fucked me was saturday both the both attendees didn't show up mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god fuck man but like more so i couldn't make any moves early in the week because there was a pending trade with joe yep and it was a pending trade where I was just going to drop the guy I was getting anyway because I wanted picks. Right. And, and Joe, we went through all that song and dance, and he ended up dropping Lindgren, too. Dude, I saw that and was like, we did a segment on the pod about this, <laughs> and he's out there. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, But I, in hindsight, I should have kept Rich because he got the dub against y'all last night. Yes, I mean, he I, did. You know, I think it was <laughs> yes, he did. Five, three. So, I yeah. mean, I'm... I might have inched closer on goals against, but they jumped out three nothing
0: quick. Like you blink and it was three nothing Winnipeg. And then we tied it up three to three and then we remembered where the Flyers were not supposed to win these things. <laughs> and uh five to three was your final score. But Ridditch had like a solid year for
2: Calgary a couple years ago. Like Riddich is He's a good good backup. I yeah. just I already have Gustafson in that role. Right and since samson like it seems like neither murray or Samsonov can take that the leafs position right and you they don't want to go out
0: and, <laughs> Just, and stink it up subsequently shit all over themselves right and you don't want to be like your boy and carry 96 goalies <laughs> no you know because pretty soon before you know it i'm gonna have mystery guy eric Comrie <laughs> on my yeah. roster Cause I'm fuck pretty it. sure he's
2: available. He's out there because I looked I was I looked at every goalie. Remember we had uh on Gear Freaks on the stream last week, some random goalie playing for like Los Angeles or something. Yeah. Who the fuck is that guy? Well, I don't even remember his name. Nope. But yeah, that was his
0: photo had to have been a silhouette in NHL 23. I'm convinced that's not an actual person. That's like a developer's son or cousin or some Good, shit.
2: Come here and take a picture. I'm going to put you in the game. Yeah.
0: All right. This is what you get for sharing <laughs> genetics with me. So we love pucks. Um, our guy kind of teased it, but a uh, hockey pod uh to come soon. Details. Yep. uh Will be revealed at the appropriate time as we get them sorted out. But hey, sweaters next week, so you guys can finally stop listening to us uh, bitch about that. <laughs> so, um, victory Monday, man. Yeah. Um, actually, yesterday was victory Sunday, technically, because it was a Saturday night game. And uh, your boy, uh, your boy, consumed quite a bit for the first time in a while. Oh, really? <laughs> but it was happy consumption. It was happy consumption. Nothing got out of hand. Nothing got weird. Um, and it felt good. It felt good to do it on a joyous occasion. Um, it was all good. Celebrate good times. Come on. We beat the fuck out of the giants 38 to seven and really just dominated them from the outset, dude. It was, I don't know if you saw any of it, but like it immediately you realize like you're just waiting mainly for Jalen hurts to take that first hit Mm -hmm. because you as a fan want to see it to make sure that he's good, but you also, you want him to know I can absorb this and pop up and I'll be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's not, you know, I'm not questioning his effort, but I'm just saying once you get that validation, you know you're good to go. There's no question. I'm fine. And he was good. He didn't, you know, it, when, it passing, when he was passing, when he's in the pocket, clean pocket to work with, he took a couple of hits on the runs and that shit's going to happen. But generally speaking, he was going out of bounds. He was being smart. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want to see. Third play of the game uh past to Dallas Goddard who just hit a Dory Jackson with a fucking filthy stiff arm and it it I don't know if it's possible for the third play of a, the, of a game to set a tone mm-hmm. but it felt it felt very significant even at the time and this was after like a 30 40 yard gain to Devontae Smith on the second play of the game and you're like okay they came out swinging they're coming out throwing like we're not fucking around with these motherfuckers and ate up like five minutes at a clock went down the field and scored immediately and it was the defense followed up Hason reddick two sacks the following drive and the giants never set a chance and when you have you know what the giants considered to be their strength and their defensive line being dominated by what's our strength in our offensive line and that's the Eagles strength is in the trenches, both mm-hmm. sides of the ball. And that's the way the Super Bowl team and was that's built.
2: How Super Bowls are won. And dude,
0: trenches. exactly, man. It's like your last team standing are always teams that are strong in the trenches. You don't do shit when not an offensive line. That's why That's why Vic never
2: won a championship.
0: Yeah, dude. And why the Bengals made it to the Super Bowl last year. They finally addressed their offensive line and once they realized, yo, we can't get we can't get Burrow killed back here anymore. So and now look at him. You know what I mean? And it 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 really was domination dude it was it was you know the giants just hit a wall and what it was and not to shit on minnesota but they played the vikings Mm -hmm. and the vikings were revealed to be a fraud and you know it, it was a message we belong here you're in our way get the fuck out of the way and so then you're faced with the dilemma going into sunday of and i had this thing where it was like go Niners, go Niners, go Niners, because uh-huh. you, first of all, you want Dallas fans to shut the fuck up yes, and get out of the way because they will when they lose. And the other part of you is like anytime they lose, it's a plus. You never uh-huh. want them to win. But as the day's going on, I was starting to be like, you know what? Bring them on. Bring them on because a whole week of Eagles-Cowboys just – John hatred leading up to Fucking NFC championship that Happened back in 1981 for us to go to our First Super Bowl I haven't had that in my lifetime Like that was the year my mom and dad got married Like Mm. I wasn't even a fucking forethought So To have that would have been Fucking sweet at the end of the Day you don't get it the Cowboys do What they do every year Dak Prescott Shit himself you know a couple picks Horrible picks And it's it's Eagle San Francisco Now and you know, I'll say this, man, if it no two games are going to be exactly alike, but our guy, Sirianni, was feeling himself yeah. on Saturday night, dude. You know, the, the camera caught him on a hot mic telling a ref, I know what the fuck I'm doing. You know, <laughs> there's now T-shirts made uh, by, I think it's Barstool Philly. No idea why I'm plugging them. I wish they'd plug us. They don't need mm-hmm. it. But I want to buy one of these motherfuckers. And it just says, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool, dude. And it, he had the swag out and, you know, the, the new thumbnail we've got to intro the pod, you know, the camera caught him after, I think we made it like 21, nothing. And he was just sitting there. He looked at the camera and just, (laughs) he was feeling himself, dude. And it was, he's done a great job of understanding what this team is what its strengths are, and good teams play to their strengths, and that's exactly what the Eagles do. We gained more rushing yards, 268, than the Giants had total yards. Mm. I mean, it was fucking wild, dude. I don't – now, look, I say all this to say I don't see that being the case against San Francisco this week because San Francisco has a grown-ass man team. This is – it's felt for a month or so like it was just you have the Eagles and you have the Niners in the NFC – Everyone else, Dallas, Minnesota, all of them were just kind of – and it's – they're headed for each other on a collision course is how it's felt, and now here we are. It's – without a doubt, it's the two best teams in the NFC, and they're built very, very similar. You know, they're both strong in the trenches, both sides of the ball. Uh, Both have weapons that you can – that they're just – I mean, they're loaded on offense, a plethora on both sides. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders – you know, it, it for us, and then for them. You've got Debo, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. They got CMC now, and you've got two smart offensive coaches, and Nick Sirianni and Kyle Shanahan, that know how to use the talent they have. Offensive line, defensive line, strong, good, active linebackers. Secondary, uh, you know, uh, Darius Slay's not playing his best football right now, but he's still you know an All-Pro uh, safety spot. Chauncey Gardner Johnson's back. Reed Blankenship, my guy, left a couple plays on the field on Saturday night. And you can't, you can do that against the Giants. You're not going to be able to do it against San Francisco. But I believe their two uh starting corners are out. So secondaries are both a little vulnerable. And it's really it's it's for me, one of the big things is, and you hate to go to quarterback because it feels cheap, but Jalen Hurts, who just picked up his first playoff win. Uh, somehow comes into this game with an immense more experience than Brock Purdy, who was mm. Mr. Irrelevant in this year's draft. He's a fucking rookie dude. Mm. And look, he's been, he's been good. Uh, I liked him a lot at Iowa state. He deserved to get drafted and he deserves an opportunity. But at, at this point, even though Purdy has two wins in the playoffs to hurts one, you know, hurts is the reason he put himself in a position to get one this year with the buy, as opposed to the two that Purdy did. And, You know, it's, it's, I can see Purdy's not moving around the way Jalen Hurts does. Mm -hmm. He doesn't. He's kind of, and I'm not comparing these two here, but he's Tom Brady-esque in that he can move around in the pocket a little bit to keep his ass upright, but he's not taken off to really scramble on you, whereas Hurts will, you know, so you have to account for both those threats, you know, over the air and on the ground, so for me, that, is going to be a huge factor and our defense can very much pressure brock purdy and frustrate him unlike any defense he's played so far this year yes even dallas Mm -hmm. and that said we have look we've got more sacks this year than anybody in the league one away from tying the all-time record the 84 chicago bears right 71 is what we had they had 72 The Niners have the number one overall defense and they have He's going to be the defensive player of the year. And Nick Bosa, they can get after us as well. You know, but you also have an offensive line with the birds that has nothing but all pros and pro bowlers up front. So it's going to be bully football It's going to be physical. If you like old school, tough football in the trenches, this is going to be the game for you. It's it's all the pretty shit is going to be in the AFC title game later on in the day with Cincinnati and Kansas City. You're going to get the hard-nosed football out of this game, and, it, you know, it's going to be tight. This Neither team is going to run away with this fucking thing. It's not going to be another 38-7. So, you know, I'm really glad that we have the early game, 3 o'clock, mm-hmm. and then you lead into about 6.30, the AFC title game starts, Kansas City and Cincinnati. And, uh, it, it, I had a feeling about a month ago, man. And I've told a few people, it just, I was kind of reading the tea leaves and seeing everything. And I was like, I just got a gut feeling about the Eagles and the Bengals. And I was texting with Frank last night, our guy host of the unofficial Bengals podcast. And, you know, he and I've talked about it for a couple of years since we've done some shit together. And he was like, man, we've talked about this for a couple of years <laughs> and we're a step away now, man. And it's like. You know, you're talking about all the content and all the stuff you can do together and how cool it would be. And aside from that and everything else, I honestly think that that would be the best matchup. And it's nothing against Kansas City. It's nothing against San Francisco. Hell, the... The storybook writes itself with the Eagles and the Chiefs. You get Andy Reid, mm-hmm. you know, against Nick Sirianni. You know what I mean? Andy against his former team. You got the brothers Kelsey against each other. They do a podcast together every week. Like, it, it. the story writes itself, but I think in terms of generationally the NFL and kind of the backstories of the two teams and the history, I think Eagles, Bengals, and the types of teams that they are now – would probably be the best game. And you've got Mahomes, who's on kind of a gimpy leg after the Jacksonville game. Uh, You know, will he be at 100%? And I just, I think Cincinnati comes out of the AFC, and I don't want to say it because I'm hella superstitious and I've knocked on wood anytime I've said anything that had the word Super Bowl in it for the last month. But I feel good about Sunday. I feel good about Sunday. It's not the way it was after week 18 after seeing the way we looked Saturday night. And yes, it's just the giants. I get that, but it's a fucking statement. You know, this entire team hadn't been together Mm. for over a month and there's been injuries, which led to a couple losses, which led to people kind of forgetting about us because San Francisco and Brock Purdy and Dallas obviously gets a lot of attention and Cincinnati's been hot, but Saturday night was there to remind you who the top dog in the fucking league's been all year long, whether you want to recognize it or not. You can say it's a Giants, you can downplay it, but it is what it is. It's the birds are a force to be reckoned with. And one more game, you're on the doorstep of the Super Bowl now and it's just like Malcolm Jenkins said a couple of years ago, the goal is never just to get there. The goal is to fucking win, mm-hmm. especially when you get this close. It's like you can fucking taste the shit, and you don't want to look back and go, God damn, we were just a step away. That's all the Andy Reid tenure was. That's why he's in Kansas City now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, look, Sirianni has a chance to do the exact same thing that Doug Peterson did, you know, his second year in Philly. And it's, it's – there were both players, coaches, but I think that credit our guy here, Sirianni – Peterson ended up in the perfect place for him in Jacksonville. Peterson fits Jacksonville. He was a Philly guy too. He played there. He knew what to expect from the city, but Sirianni's temperament fits this fan base so well because watching that dude, he gets so goddamn fired up and so fucking intense, especially when shit's going well. Watching that dude on Saturday was a pleasure, not just as a fan, but as a former coach and a former player too. You love to see your coach, express that level of emotion and that level of belief in you and he is make no mistake about it you can make fun of the initial press conference and the flowers and everything else that motherfucker is what puts this roster over the top and not to mention the effort let's
2: watch the videotape what a guy huh
0: (laughs) what a guy what a fucking guy howie roseman good howie comes into play with the re the reshaping of rosters every year you know, drafting—that's eh, when you get a little bit of the bad Howie. But in terms of the numbers, the salary cap, you know, off-season pickups, things like that, reshaping a roster. Howie took a Super Bowl team that completely fell on its ass because of Carson Wentz. He had to reshuffle shit, and within one off-season, has turned this team into a fringe wild card team to a fucking Super Bowl contender. And There's really there's going to be contracts coming up at the end of the year, but a lot of guys are locked in, too. And so not only that, but you've done a great job of kind of putting the next generation in place. Jason Kelsey, it's going to be devastating to lose that dude, but he's flirted with retirement for the last two years or so. And if we win it all, I'm not in his head, but I'd bet money he walks away and he started business ventures. He just him and his wife just had a baby you know, and he had a hand in the birds drafting cam Jurgens, center out of Nebraska in the second round this year. There's a reason why that happened. So, you know, the roster is set up fairly well. We said it last time too, after, you know, the previous super bowl, right. And you make it to the divisional round against the saints the following year. And Alshon Jeffrey drops a pass and the team that year may have been even better than the super bowl year, but You know, you have the turnover, guys leave, shit happens, you make some bad picks, and now the job Howie's done, completely reshaping this roster. Look at the offseason acquisitions. A.J. Brown, Hassan Reddick, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, James Bradbury. These are all dudes that have played fucking crucial roles for this team in making it where it is. And, again, the most important one of all, Nick Sirianni, in my opinion, you know, aside from the moves that Howie made. So everything has come together beautifully, and, you know, whatever happens – And you certainly hope it continues, but it's been a hell of a ride, man. And this team is, you know, you want it to continue, but this team is set up for success in the future. And Jalen Hurts extension is coming down the pike. So you've got the guy, they believe in him. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. And San Francisco eagles on sunday three o'clock is going to be a fucking blast to watch what are your thoughts on the NFC championship game who did you want to see san francisco or did you want to see the antichrist dallas cowboys because in all likelihood they'd be easier let's face it but nonetheless and skip bayless come out and said well dallas was better dallas was the better team they just weren't prepared okay well then how are you better exactly skip bayless is an idiot dude he's a gimmick yeah fuck that guy but uh, And fuck the Cowboys, too. That's why you're sitting at home. But I don't want too much bad karma because we still have one game uh, left to get to the big game in Arizona. So uh, hit the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Also, uh, follow on Apple Podcasts and Spotify wherever it is that you podcast. New episodes drop each and every Monday. Leave a review as well if you'd like. Either way, appreciate you taking part. Enjoy Championship Sunday. And let's hope we have another Victory Monday next week for mm-hmm. next week's episode. Sweaters to come as well. We'll see you then. As always, go birds. Yeah. There it is. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease greaseball night in Philly. Philly.
1: Philly. Thanks.
2: Oh, birds. Go birds. Oh, birds. Oh, birds.
1: oh, yeah.
2: That would be great.